Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. Wherever you're listening around the world, thank you so much for being connected on today. This is a place where we come together, we share, we learn, we collaborate. And I'm appreciative of all of you, wherever you are listening around the world. Make no mistake about it. This is not by accident that you are tuned in today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to encourage you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. We believe here as we expose folks to leadership strategies and principles that it helps us better utilize the platforms that we've been so blessed to have. There's something about leaders coming together. Iron really does sharpen iron. So I want to thank you in advance, and I hope that you will join us. I hope you will be a part of this great community and uh, share with other people, invite them in, or let them know, hey, this is where we come together every week and receive the strategies that can help us become the next level leaders we are destined to become. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Let's connect. Let's talk. Also, go to josephwalker3.org for more content, our books, and all those things that we know can be a blessing to you. Truly appreciate that and so thankful. And hey, I look forward to connecting with you. If you need us to come in and share with your team or uh, to be uh, a blessing to you personally in mentorship, we're here. We're here to do all of that. And we can talk about that. So thank you in advance. Let's get into this. Today, we're talking about leading through adversity. Big one, right? There it is. Every leader is going to have to experience some tough days. And it's important that you understand leadership is about how do you navigate these very difficult seasons. Allow me to tell you this story. If there's one thing that COVID-19 did for me, it, it helped me as a leader understand why I was chosen to be a leader. Oh, I could have lamented, but I was forced to lead. Oh, I could have wept, <laughs> but I had to work. There's so many people who don't realize that leadership is for tough moments. And those of us who are next level leaders have to learn early on that we don't necessarily have the privilege of leading through the easy path, but we often are leading through very adversarial times, tumultuous times. But that's why we have this podcast, because we want to help you know how to lead through adversity. Can I tell you something? Here's the first principle. Write it down. Your assignment attracts adversity. Dr. Walker, why would you say that? I'm just trying to do what I'm doing out here. I'm staying in my lane. I'm not bothering anybody. Well, let's think about it for a moment. You're carving out a space in culture, in the world, that's going to impact the lives of other people. And inevitably, whenever you are doing that, you're going to challenge the status quo. You saw a problem, you have a vision or something that's going to solve that problem, but someone was benefiting from that problem. Some institution is benefiting from that problem. And so the moment you begin to move towards solving that problem, 
What are you going to do with those people that were benefiting from it? All of their insecurities, all of their pain and bitterness will come toward you. Often our adversity is because we are disrupting systems. We are we're bringing about effective change and we are dismantling systems that have benefited from the dysfunction of people and communities. So it's important that you as a leader know that the assignment you have will inevitably attract adversity. I want you to say it like this. My assignment attracts adversity, but the adversity is confirmation that I am doing what I'm assigned to do. Let that sink in. Here's number two. Don't let the what distract you and keep you from the why. We talked about this last week. I talked about being clear about your why. That's the motivating factor. But you've got to be clear that all the what's you're dealing with, dealing with this, what's what next, what, what, what are they saying, and all that stuff, do not let it distract you from the pure why you're doing it. People oftentimes say, how do you endure what you endure? You take them because I know the why. I, I, I see the fruit. I see the lives being blessed. I see people every single day being transformed by what has been deposited in me to them. So you can't allow what you're dealing with, the adversity of what you're going through, to dismantle, disrupt, and distract you from the why. I just want you to really process this. Even as you're listening to this, some of you right now perhaps are getting a little emotional thinking about it because you're like, why do I have to deal with this and that? And why are they saying this? And why is it so difficult? And it seems like I'm just trying to push this new thing forward and I'm getting so much pushback from the organization and this and that. And it's so hard out here and it's so difficult. I understand that, but what motivates you is keeping your focus on your why. Think about the people that are going to be blessed because you kept pushing. You think about all the things you're going through. You think about how inevitably there are generations that have yet to be born that will benefit because of what you have done, because of your resilience. That's why you are not weary and well-doing, because you keep pushing forward. You may not sit in your lifetime, but we will sit in the lifetime of those after you. It'll manifest. And so it's so important. Don't let what is happening to you distract you from why you're doing what you're doing. Number three, this is something that's going to really bless you. Change will change people. Have you thought about that? Change changes people. Oh, yeah. It does every day of the week. And I believe that when you begin to think about this, whenever you bring about change in an organization, it will inevitably impact the people who are affected by that change. They'll begin to raise questions about their value to the organization the work they've already done, is it still relevant? Are they still relevant? And sometimes the change just changes people. Sometimes people can't stand to see the organization get bigger than their ability to control it. The vision begins to grow. You begin to be blessed. And they begin to look at you differently. Change changes people. Some people deal with you at one level. It can handle that. The moment you get to another level, it changes people. So you have to understand you can't control this. Change inevitably changes people. 
So as a next level leader leading through adversity, I've got to understand this. That's a wonderful book out there. I talk about it all the time called Emotional Intelligence. It helps you understand how people approach you and organizations in their EQ. You can have brilliant and bright people all day long. That's IQ. But it's their emotional intelligence, their EQ, that you really want to focus in on. How will this impact people who are there? How will the growth of my church or my business impact the people who were there before it began to grow? Change (laughs) impacts people. Will they be excited about the new growth, the new customers? Will they be excited about the new location, all those things? Or will it change them for the negative? Well, number four, next level leader, don't respond to all the chatter. One of the things that is often said, you know, I know in, in our community is um, I'm a clap back. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> comes a moment, man, you can't respond to the chatter. One of the things I have learned as a leader, wisdom, I've just learned how chatter just operates in cycles. People talk about things for a little bit, then this new cycle comes, they're talking about something else. What makes something work is the consistency of the leader continuously pushing forth the vision and not coming down to respond to every little thing that's being said about them, commenting on every little controversy, every little debate. I don't have time to do it. It profits nothing for the manifestation of the vision I'm trying to accomplish. So stop the madness. Don't respond to all the chatter. Stop going through reading all the comments on your social media platform feeling the need to personally respond. You don't have to give people an opportunity to engage you on your platform because ultimately that's what it is. You're bringing them into your platform, into your audience, and all of a sudden now you're creating this narrative. Sometimes you've got to stop. And I've been guilty of it too. I felt I've got to respond to this, but I've been convicted. You don't have to respond to all the negative chatter. Let chatter do what chatter does. Here's number five. You have to manage being misunderstood. I really would hope this, and I want to just say this. I have a book called Leadership in Loneliness. It was written during the pandemic. And a whole chapter about being misunderstood. And it's a lonely place. When people don't understand your mission, people don't necessarily get it. They don't understand your why and what you're trying to accomplish. And oftentimes they are viewing you through the prism of their own pain, their own history. And as a leader, you're going to have to manage being misunderstood. You're going to have to manage that every single day. That's how you lead through adversity. People are going to say negative things. They're going to misinterpret you. They're going to misquote you. But you as a leader have to continuously stay focused, keep your head up, and keep pushing forward because you won't be understood. I know there's a sense that if I could just get these folks to understand what I'm trying to accomplish, if I can just win these folks over, but some people just will never get it. They'll never understand. It's beyond their ability and comprehension to do so. So you as a next level leader have to be very focused on making certain you manage these seasons. Even when people who are close to you don't understand, they'll misunderstand your motive, they'll misunderstand your mission, and they'll misunderstand your method. You have got to manage that. 
without being frustrated, throwing your hands up, resigning and saying, I can't do it another day. You got to come to a place. Right? Jeremiah was in a book of lamentation. He was so misunderstood. He said, Lord, you know, this is too much. I can't take it. But he said, this I recall to my mind and therefore have I hope. You know, he got his mind right. He began to reflect on it again and pulled himself back together. Realize it's because the Lord's mercies were not consumed. They're new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Ultimately, that's where it is. And so I just believe that you, as a next level leader, you're going to be misunderstood. What makes you successful creates greater efficacy in your leadership style. and What you're trying to accomplish is being able to manage it. Put that there and keep it moving. Here's number six. Remember the necessity of your leadership. Remember the necessity of your leadership. Remember the necessity of your leadership. I keep repeating myself like a broken record. You are needed. Never lose sight of the fact what God has placed over your life. You are needed. There's so much that God wants to do in and through you. And your leadership and what you bring to the table is needed. I've had moments in which I've just been so broken. I've been so discouraged at the wind knocked out of me. And I had to be reminded for such a time as this, my leadership was needed. I was necessary. As you're hearing me now, I want to encourage you. I want to just remind you, you are necessary. This is so important. Don't you lose sight of the fact. This is your time. You are necessary and you have to step up and you have to do what you are assigned to do. Even with all the naysayers, even when people are not coming alongside to support, but they're more critical, they're more for you than against you. And you have to be willing to say, my leadership is necessary. My presence is necessary. As a next level leader, this is how you make it through adversity. I've had some, some loss recently, people who just were doing amazing things. It was so necessary. And in some instances may not have known how necessary they were. Every day you wake up, but you just remind yourself, somebody's depending on you. Somebody's counting on you. Your leadership is necessary. No matter what people say, Trust me, <laughs> what you have to offer, what's deposited in you, the positivity, the empowerment is necessary for somebody else. So as you lead to adversity, let me rehearse, review what we've already discussed before I go to my seventh principle. The first is that your assignment attracts adversity. Based on what you're trying to accomplish and who you are, you got to just know that it will always attract adversity. This is what occurs. As a leader, I am disrupting systems, dismantling authorities that have benefited from the dysfunction of other people. And my vision has come to solve a problem. And if I solve that problem, I'm going to create a problem from people who have benefited from the problem existing in the first place. So just remember, the amazing thing that's on your life, your assignment, will always attract adversity. But don't let 
the what distract you and keep you from your why. Every day you wake up, Paul says, when I would do good, evil is on every hand. You're going to have a lot to distract you. You're going to have a lot of stuff coming at you. But don't let your what get in the way of your why. Your why is your motivator. Your why is what keeps your mind together, keeps you energized. Your why is what keeps you pushing. Number three, we talked about how change will change people. It's inevitable. People will look at change and how it impacts them and the insecurities. It will bring an impact upon their lives in a variety of ways. And so we have to think through that. How does change change you? How is change changing other people? Oh, we have to process that and think through that. Inevitably, change is going to impact people. It's going to change people, particularly those who were there before change occurred. People that were there with you from the beginning will change when the change occurs because they'll begin to say, well, how has this impacted me? What I've built up, I've done this, I've done that. Change changes people. Not always negative, but you have to be ready for it, whichever way it comes. Number four is don't respond to all the chatter. Chatter will come. It just comes with the territory. But you can't respond to the negative chatter. You can't respond to the negative chatter. People are going to chatter. You're going to be out there consuming what people are saying about you on social media, consuming the comment section. You just can't respond to it. People will pull you into those debates, and I just don't get pulled into them. I just say, you know what? That's what you believe. God bless you. I just keep pushing. Got something I'm trying to accomplish. But here it is. Number five, managing being misunderstood. Please get my book, Leadership and Loneliness. This will bless you through this season. You're going to be misunderstood. It's just par for the course. But if you remember that your leadership is necessary, man, the necessity of your leadership is a big deal. And the moment you keep remembering that, you'd be amazed and what things that God would do in and through your leadership. That's what keeps me going. That when I want to give up, I realize I'm needed. It's not so much, I, it's not coming from a place of narcissism like y'all need me. No, it's just that my leadership matters. What I bring to the table matters. My voice matters. Your voice matters. Hold on to that. Stay true to that. The final thing I want to share with you today is about flying through headwinds. Why am I bringing this up? Because, you know, when I fly off and let this, let this bless you, sometimes when I'm flying and um, we're going from the East Coast to the West Coast, you experience headwinds inevitably because you're going against the jet stream. That's why they call it tailwinds coming back. That's why your flight from the East to the West is longer than your flight from the West to the East because tailwind pushes you to the East. But you have headwinds going to the West. And, and one of the things I found very interesting is that the pilot said, you know, uh, because of these headwinds, uh, we're going to be about 20 minutes late. We're pushing through them. But these headwinds are, you know, over, you know, 70 miles per hour headwinds. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty strong. And I begin to think the plane is designed to fly in the midst of headwinds. The headwinds, though they come, they don't distract and they don't cause the plane to detour from its route. Because the plane is built for this. Listen to me. You're built for this. Yes, there are going to be headwinds. There are going to be all 
types of forces coming at you every single day. But you've got to keep pushing and you've got to keep knowing that you are born and built for this as a next level leader. And so from the innocence of my daughter, I leave this with you. My daughter's putting her hand out of the window one day while I'm driving. And she says, Daddy, look. And she puts her hand out the window and her hand pops up. She puts it out the window and pops up. And all of a sudden, from the innocence of my 10-year-old daughter, it becomes an aerodynamic lesson that I can share with you. That the way planes get lift, they must fly into the wind. Planes do not take off with the wind at their tail. They fly into headwinds to get greater lift. You want to be a next level leader? Embrace the headwinds. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've been blessed. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3 and let me know on Instagram that you were blessed today. Let me know how this one touched you and share with as many people as you can. We're trying to reach a million people and we're pushing in that direction. So thank you all so much. Thank you for being connected. And I pray God's blessings be upon you and yours. You'll make it through this adversity. You'll do it because you were born for this. Until next time, you be blessed. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward 